0: Hello, friends, and welcome back. I am still here in Arizona. I'm heading out tomorrow. I've actually been back and forth. I've been driving so much, but it's been nice to get a little vacay as, as things are shifting back at home, although I don't know if I'd call this a vacation, but the energy here is just so calm and relaxing and beautiful and so much divine feminine energy and so much has opened up for me being here, being on my moon line, and I just really feel like people don't utilize the power of land and shifting locations, the power of a shift in location in terms of their overall life. When we think about tools to get out of a rut or to become more creative or to get answers, One of the simplest ones is just getting out of your space and going somewhere new and quite literally going somewhere that holds a new energy for you or different energy rather. It is a very powerful, very, very real thing. So astrocartography, learning about land energies, learning about the origins of your soul, you know, going places where you have a lot of past life memory as well. This can be very powerful, and sometimes answers that we seek lie in lands that we have not yet been to or we haven't been to in a while. So anyway, i also just say, I just want to preface with Luna is here behind the computer, and she has been especially active recently. Anyone who had any calls with me this week, you might have seen her running around. I don't know what it is. I think she... Oh, she loves Arizona, and the... House I'm staying at has a lot more places for her to climb and jump on. And she has just discovered that she can jump a lot higher than she knew she could. So she's been running around and she's been very, very vocal. She's a vocal cat in general. She meows a lot. She's a Leo. (laughs) She's a Leo. (laughs) But she's been especially vocal here. We're having lots of riveting conversations. Me and Luna. So... Just in case you hear some chirping. She seems to chirp at interesting times. (laughs) So, and she also has a lot more bugs here to chase around. Not as many bugs in San Diego. Anyway, I wanted to... I was going to do the August energy update. uh, But I decided to do this instead. Because I just kind of want some clarity and some answers. The, The last few weeks, especially like last week was so heavy and has been heavy. And I think some people are coming out of the fog and I know some reasons why, but I just wanna ask the guides what's been going on in case any of you have been feeling that because I know that pretty much everybody in my life and in my containers, we've all been talking about how heavy it is. So I wanna tune into that. Um, And also some big themes that have been coming up strongly that I know are connected. Before I get into that, I just want to remind you that I am hosting a Lionsgate live channeling event, so it will be on August 8th at 12 p.m. PSD. I'll put the link in the show notes or description below so you can sign up, and yeah, it'll be a lot of fun. We'll just see what messages want to come through for us on Lionsgate, as well as do any energy healing energy activations that are available for us at that time. So I'm really excited. I always love different portal events. And Lionsgate is one of my favorite days of the year. I have a few, but it's one of them. It's such a powerful time and we've already opened up that portal. Um, I think, you know, they say officially the 26th. I don't know, whatever, but probably already feeling that. And I actually did have a few friends reach out and tell me they felt like a big fog lifted for them on the 26th. Um, and I think we're going to continue just kind of feeling as things shake out that astrological action. I'll use that term. The astrological action I think has been interesting. I'm not an astrologer, so I really can't speak fully to all of that. I just follow different astrologers. So, um, you know, I have a gist of some of the things that are going on, but it really is an art. <laughs> Astrology really is an art. And science, it's a science (laughs) and an art, but I think combined with just like you know, we're looking at Lions Gate and that that serious Orion's Belt Earth Sun alignment that is really strong. But coming off that nodal shift, I know a lot changed for people. But I'm just like, what was the heaviness that's been going on? I feel like last week was so depressing. Uh, so (laughs) a lot of crying. So I'm just gonna, um, tune in for a sec and we'll see what they have to say. If you are really interested in expanding time, one of the things you need to look at is productivity, focus, concentration, brain health. And that is why I love Organifi Pure. I definitely drink a lot more pure in the summer months because it tastes like lemonade but it's healthy it doesn't have all of that extra sugar but this is amazing for supporting learning memory focus and clarity it gives my brain that extra boost without extra caffeine from another cup of coffee i am obsessed with all things natural brain boosting plus pure tastes amazing so it is a go-to for me i like to have this Usually like late morning or early afternoon when I need just a little mental boost, you know, especially with looking at screens all day. On days when I have a lot of computer work, I I feel that getting to me. So I'll just put a scoop of pure into water. I like to add some ice because it literally tastes like a healthy lemonade. And it just helps me zero in focus. This is great whenever I have a big project, like if I have to sit down and edit a book, for example this is what I'm going to. It's caffeine-free and contains this perfect concoction of ingredients like coffee berry, ACV, lion's mane to all help with digestion, BDNF levels, and productivity. BDNF is a key neuroprotein associated with learning and memory. Scientists have seen that BDNF and the brain's ability to wire new connections decreases over time. I know a lot of you are into neural reprogramming like me, so pay attention. Neurofactor, the extract of the coffee fruit, has been shown to support healthy BDNF levels and support mental clarity. That is the real superstar of Organifi Pure, plus Lion's Mane, which I'm sure you know, is incredible for supporting memory and cognition. In addition to giving you a nice mood boost and it's anti-inflammatory and antioxidant rich plus it just tastes amazing i love anything lemony anything that tastes like lemonade and pro tip this is also great hot so if you want like a lemony beverage for example if i'm traveling and i don't have any straight lemon juice or lemons i will just have pure with hot water and it just tastes like warm lemony goodness so if you want to get your hands on Organifi Pure to support your mental clarity, focus, productivity, and get shit done, or if you want to check out any of Organifi's other products, because we know I live, breathe, bleed, Organifi, you can just go to Organifi.com slash CTC, that's O-R-G-A-N-I-F-I.com slash CTC, and that will get you 20% off, plus you can see all of my fave products listed out right there. Again, Organifi.com slash CTC, that will get you 20% off. Okay, so there's a few different reasons. I just want to know like what, what was going on you guys and like anything, anything we need to know about that. Um, And they, and I was kind of upset with, I was kind of upset I didn't have time to channel. I just really honestly haven't had time last week. There's been so much happening. Um. Yeah, whatever. (laughs) I just haven't had time and I I wanted to to podcast while I was in that. But honestly, I was moving through so much emotionally. It really wasn't in the state to. And they're just saying to me like that it's fine that I didn't channel during it. Actually, it's better that I didn't. And really, they want people to be aware, like listeners to be aware, all of us, you know, who we, we like to know what's going on with, with the energy. But they said there's also this fine line with where am I using, you know, the using what what an intuitive says or what's happening astrologically to validate or justify my emotions and not from a space of like don't let like, they're not saying that as in don't let it make sense. They're saying that as in whatever you're feeling and moving through is your current energy. And so just recognize that and know that. And then if you're also seeing or or hearing that, Hey, stuff's going on in the ethers, uh, with the planets, with the stars, you're like, Oh, okay. That makes sense. But I wasn't waiting to know that that was going on to let myself feel or to let myself, they're using the word purge, release, whatever it is. And because that's been going along with a lot of big life decisions, you know? And I think a lot of people, when they want to do frequency work or shadow work, or they want to make a big shift in their lives, make a big leap in their lives, people want it to be like, what's the one step or the five steps I can take? And then one, two, three, four, five, and then I'm done. And that's not really how it works. There are deep truths that, are coming to the surface this year really more than ever before there really is this urgent energy to it um my friend low from house of low she she calls it a sacred urgency <laughs> i feel that's a really fitting term um like a sacred urgency i love that term that she uses there's a sacred urgency to it where it's really like you've got to realize what's not gonna work for you like anymore and start to unravel it because you can't run away from it. And in previous incarnations, I think we could um, to a certain extent now it's, you know, and I, and I see this with readings more than ever where we you know we always have different choices, but sometimes there are choices where it's like, you know what, if you don't complete that in this lifetime, like that's your choice. But now more than ever, it just seems like, okay, if you choose this path, it's gonna boomerang back to this path pretty soon like pretty quickly because the energy is like let's get this show on the road but this unraveling of things that aren't serving us that can take time because you know we make one decision or we have one realization and then we see things that aren't resonant so we make an adjustment and then we move through our lives and then another situation pops up or another conversation pops up or a new feeling pops up and then we're like oh okay wait that's not resonant either or i need to adjust this in this way so then we make that adjustment and then we keep moving through life and then another situation pops up and that's the big theme the big thing for us to accept as humans they're saying is just accepting that we're always in a process that's part of the game that's part of the the experience and so we have to be able to allow ourselves to be in a process of becoming all the time and not get caught in this trap of always seeking or searching from a space if I'm not enough or I'll be happy when I just get there, when I get to the destination. It's like you are in the destination because the destination is the journey. Um, So basically they're saying that it's good I didn't channel during it. One, because you know one of the lessons I'm really having to learn for myself and I'm sure that I know that a lot of other healers and intuitives, uh, coaches, people who hold space or do something similar to me are learning this too. It's like we have to hold more space for ourselves right now so that we can really show up for other people and we're really having to they're using the phrase renegotiate the terms of our contracts like hey like I'm happy to show up but these are the terms of how I show up for myself first and that cup needs to feel full and overflowing so that I can move from that space but also so that people can learn how to use their tools like the thing is like you have the tools you have your tools and it's it's good to learn how to lean on those, right? And actually utilize those and not always just depend on one thing or one person for support, but rather let yourself be supported in a number of ways, including by yourself and by other people. That's all good too, you know? So it's, they're really saying like broadening your toolkit and this comes back to trusting yourself that, hey, something's going off here. Hey, I need some space. Um, So what's really interesting about last week, there's, there's a lot, wow. Okay, there's like a lot in here. I need you to... She just organize this. The information that's coming in is making me feel more ADHD than ever before. (laughs) So they're basically calling it like a full system reboot, a full system reboot. And they're saying it's almost like if you reboot a computer and when you do all of the bugs that are present that you weren't otherwise aware of are also getting caught. And then it's like, we need to reboot all of these too. That's actually a really good analogy. I like that. They're like showing me a computer getting shut down. Somebody going to press restart, and then you know sometimes when you press restart, it like scans for any other updates or anything because it wants to do it all at the same time. That's essentially what's been happening. Is like you like there's been a scan in the field of what what else needs to get updated, or recalibrated for this reboot, and that's why there was such an intense shift. That's one of the reasons why there was such an intense shift last week because there was a full system reboot and they're literally showing me an a wave a giant wave of frequency moving through the field and so i want you to think about and i want you to realize this like when things move through the field this could be i mean this could be like through chemicals this could be through sound and you've got to recognize that there are a lot of sound frequencies that are transmitted through the field that we do not hear and this happens all the time this isn't like some made-up thing um we know there are sound frequencies always being emitted that we're not hearing. <laughs> There's also basically just like like ener- energy of all forms, right, that can be transmitted. Um what was it? It was sound. They've already been setting up the 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 field, I guess, chemically. Um and it's interesting. They're showing me like feel like I shouldn't be saying this publicly, but whatever. Um, I'll be general. Um, like almost like experiments around what happens when we uh, imagine like setting the stage with a chemical in the air and then seeing what what can happen if we send a sound frequency through the air that interacts with it. I'll just leave it there. But at the same time, when there are, there's like a wave, let's say there's a wave of low frequency energy moving through that's affecting everybody. And so that wave of low frequencies moves through and this was intentional, okay? (laughs) I want you to think about, I mean, we know all the reasons why there is an agenda to keep people in low frequency emotional states, doubting themselves. There's been a lot of, psychic attacks on people with big missions and a lot of confusion, a lot of distractions. I've been talking a lot about distraction energy um in a lot of my containers, a lot of that. And I feel like that hit a peak intensity last week, but at the same time, you have to realize whenever this stuff is happening at the same time, there are light frequencies that are also almost doing like the equal and opposite reaction. So at the same time, we're getting prepared for Lionsgate. And Lionsgate, like your higher self has already been through this Lionsgate and knows what's possible for you. And so we're getting vibrationally prepared. Almost think of Lionsgate as like this big, I mean, a huge upgrade, a huge portal for manifestation, a huge opportunity to really shift timelines, a huge opportunity for like stuff that you've been wanting or hoping for to come out of the blue, like big manifestations to come out of the blue. And big life pivots. Like this, I've been, I forget where I was talking about this, but we're talking about just like how quickly we're timeline hopping now. Like we can really get on a new timeline immediately and actually shifting locations. Oh, I know I I was, (laughs) I told this to a friend, I should say it here. Shifting locations is actually a really simple way to hop into a timeline. So have you ever experienced like if you you move uh, or if you travel and you show up in a new location, you feel just completely different and you can like literally form new habits. um, it's, It's easier to form new habits. You can show up totally different. You might attract different things shifting locations is one of the easiest like like think of the location as hold, like holding the timeline of the version of you that's there and so one of the easiest ways to really quickly uh shift into a different timeline is to shift your location and basically step into the vibrational template of you that lives at that place or is is in that place like you know so if you see, see, keep seeing a vision of yourself maybe you keep seeing a vision of yourself in a robe at this fancy hotel and you know where it is and that version of you is really abundant, making a lot of money and blah, blah, blah. Like, and you're like, oh, I can't wait for it. until I'm that version of myself. You can jump into that version of yourself right now by going to that hotel and staying in that robe. And then who do you become? Who do you vibrationally become? And then can your reality recalibrate to that? But anyway, we're getting prepared for a lot of these big changes like Lionsgate. Wow. They're just showing me. I, I'm trying to. I'm trying to save all my juicy landscape downloads. I'm sure. I mean, they're just going to be trickling in, uh, but also for the event. <laughs> but damn, yeah, this is going to be. Um, a lot of DNA activations. There's a lot of stuff getting pulsed in and it's almost like it gets pulsed in and then we need the time to upgrade and recalibrate, which is why you might be feeling, there might be like a day where you feel really energized and you're feeling good and amazing. And then the next two to three, you're feeling like a piece of shit and you're like so exhausted or maybe you're feeling lethargic or just low mood, low energy, depressed, confused. It's like these waves because stuff's getting pulsed in and then for us to integrate it we need physical rest we need more physical rest and they are really trying to a lot of stuff's happening um in the astral which i'll get to in a second but well actually i'll just say that we need to rest but then also everything that's not in alignment with that it has to get purged out so you're basically seeing and feeling all of the lower frequencies that have been still been in the system whether or not you You know, you're acting on them. I mean, this could be fears from childhood or like this little bit of resentment that you hold against a person that teased you when you were 15 or whatever that is, like all of these little energies that are ready to be purged, all these limiting beliefs, those are going to be shown to us are going to be, they're going to come up. Emotions might come up, sadness, whatever. You don't necessarily have to know what it's from, although you might and that's getting purged out so we can fully anchor in the higher vibration. So they're showing a lot of that happen. But I will tell you, you know, last week, the, the spiritual war that has been going on in the astral, uh, was like at an like all time high, like, and so your body could like literally feel like you're like in wartime, like that level of stressed, anxious. Um, and if you remember your dreams, your dreams might've been very much like that last week. Like, I mean, every single night I was just like watching in the astral realm. It was insane and so sad. And, um, yeah, there's just a lot going on out there. So we're going to feel that when there's stuff happening in other dimensions and other realities, um, in the astral, like we are going to feel that even if we, aren't seeing it play out in this timeline of reality, your soul is multidimensional and experiencing all of it. And so I wouldn't be surprised if a lot of you had nightmares last week, a lot of scary stuff and also um, stuff related to fears that are ready to be purged out because our fears are what chain us. So, you know, going places there, but there was a lot happening. And I actually do feel like they're just saying like, all of the low points have to come to life for you to actually start to work with these, you know, because it is a very, It's actually a gift when our fears come to our conscious awareness so that we can work with them and move through them and rewire things around them and energetically shift our perception around them. And like instead of having to deal with them in a 3D way of them like coming in, it's like, let me me deal with this now before it needs to manifest in some way for me to actually have to deal with it, you know? And so that's the power of doing a lot of the energy work and the subconscious work, which is one and the same. And really getting to the root of things. Um, They're also saying that there are people who have not been listening. And we told you that (laughs) when you don't listen, it's going to get more and more intense. It's going to get more and more emotional. It's going to feel more and more difficult for you to make some changes in your life that are necessary. And what they really mean by that is where people are still living in their ego. And the thing is that we are all vibrationally attached to each other, but to certain people in particular. And so if you're feeling, I feel that a lot of people who are really not in alignment with their highest path right now and are destined to be, had a, have had big emotional wake up calls like last week, like, and that might've been, it came through a dream or it came through a really intense, like something intense happened. And so the people that are more, I don't know, like a lot more out of alignment who are feeling it and being forced to shift by the universe. We're going to feel that, too, because we are energetically attached to them. So I'll say the Twin Flame Collective for sure, like big, big one last week, big, big slaps in the face for sure. But this could be like your, your partner. Um, or a child or a cousin or a sibling, like it could be, it could be somebody from work. It could be a friend, um, who you are, have an energy cord with and you're feeling the vibrational repercussions of it. But the other thing is you realize that, you know, the, as we're in this ascension process and the, the veils thin and we are more connected to 5d consciousness and more connected to oneness, we are all one and so we feel what others are feeling and you know for those of us who are who are deep empaths (laughs) you know I'll say this is like as a kid it was the hardest thing to to deal with to move through the world and like if I saw someone get hurt or like something happened I remember like seeing something happen on the news and I literally felt it in my body as if it happened to me like the pain the heartache the like it and And it wasn't happening to me. It wasn't my life, but I was feeling it in my body and I would just start crying all the time. And, um, you know, that was difficult to deal with, but that was also like, because I was connected to our oneness and I was feeling that in my body as if it was happening to me, even though it wasn't. And so as we ascend and we connect to that oneness, everybody's going to start to have that experience of like, oh my gosh, you know, and I'll give a simple example. Maybe it's person A says something mean to person B and person B's feelings get hurt. They feel really sad. And I can, and in my body at the same moment, I start to feel really sad in the same way. I feel like I'm about to cry because of what was just said. I feel like that was just something said to me, even though it wasn't even said to me. And so this is what it is. This is how oneness connects us to compassion, right? It's, it, it all goes hand in hand. Like you can't, you you can't be connected to the oneness and that and we all that we all are one and not be super empathetic and that's that's a gift because then you understand that like what i do to another person is what i do to myself and i really feel like that has to happen for our world to start to change for people i'll i'll put it in the words i was talking to a client about this today just so simply put and she was like i just don't get why people are mean to each other i'm like same and and when you have true empathy when you can when you are connected to the oneness and you can feel how other people are feeling uh you are much less likely to be mean to someone else i'm talking about you know being intentionally So if you are on the ascension path and you're on the mermaid diet like me, you know you need your electrolytes because we love salt. And that is why element electrolytes are my daily go-to. Seriously though, most people have electrolyte imbalances and they think that their fatigue, their cravings, their poor memory, even their bloating could be like a number of other more serious issues. And I feel like a lot of people would actually be surprised to see what happened if they just took some high-quality electrolytes because a lot of that will even itself out, especially if you're on a whole foods-based diet, especially especially if it's low-carb. If you do any type of intermittent fasting or if you're physically active, I would look into this. And I'll also say just from my training as a nutritional therapy practitioner and working with clients in that capacity back in the day, I think a lot of people don't realize that electrolytes play a critical role in a lot of conditions, mental health issues, brain issues, things like pots, hormone dysregulation, gut issues, balancing your blood sugar. Electrolytes are a key piece of this. I like to take electrolytes first thing in the morning. We're really dehydrated when we wake up and I mean I honestly take more throughout the day. And I like to take them, I'm gonna say in two different ways. So first, always element. Most electrolyte powders out there are filled with Sugar, coloring, artificial ingredients, fillers, all that crap. Element has a science-backed electrolyte ratio. Super clean, the cleanest electrolytes out there on the market and tastes amazing. So one, I like to take them cold. It could be ice water, it could be regular water. Super hydrating, especially it's summer, most of us really need to be on top of this. My favorite flavors are citrus salt, watermelon salt, and grapefruit salt. They are delicious, they're a must-have for traveling. Start with half a packet if you're just starting and then you can work your way up if you need to. But then I also like to have them hot. So I use the chocolate salt electrolytes pretty much every single morning in my coffee. It's a great way to kind of sweeten it up without adding in a lot of extra junk. And it gives it this like kind of mocha flavor. I also like to have the chocolate salt hot like in the evening or later in the afternoon if I want something warm. But I also I feel like not everybody does this, but I love the orange salt warm. I like it cold too, but I I don't know I don't know why I love it so much. It's like I used to always love orange tea, but most orange teas also have crap in them. Anyway, orange salt warm. Pro tip: once you try Element Electrolytes, you will not go back. It will change your life. I get everybody hooked on these and truly is a game changer. So if you go to drinkelement.com slash CTC, you will get a free sample pack with your purchase. So that's D-R-I-N-K-L-M-N-T.com slash CTC. And with any order, whether you are a new customer or a return customer, you will get a free sample pack with your purchase, which means you can try all of the flavors. You can get extra with your order each sample pack has one packet of every flavor there are eight total and there's really no downside because element offers no questions asked refunds on all orders you don't even have to send it back so if you try it out get your free sample pack and if you don't like it for whatever reason you don't even have to send it back and they will give you a refund don't miss out on this offer this is a game changer drink ctc so um revelations of, of things that are not going to serve us and also looking at deep, deep questions about like, can I really move forward in this way? Because when we're ready for a big up level and we're ready for a big timeline hop and a big shift in our lives, which is very possible for us in Lionsgate, we have to become really aware of the things that the patterns, the beliefs, like the things that we didn't even notice are a problem that are a problem and can't, can't come with us to this next stage. and. This goes back to what I'm aligning with. What is that what I really want? Maybe do I need to update my intentions about what I want? Or, you know, I I'm I'm trying to manifest XYZ or I want this type of life and I'm feeling I'm feeling stuck. I'm like, why isn't it? Why isn't it working? Why am why are things not moving? Why am I not manifesting this? Why do things feel stuck? And it's because there's there's a kink somewhere. I have Luna's hair like literally all over me. It's like up in my nose. Sorry. Um, I'm like I need to sneeze. It's her hair on my nose. Um I feel if you feel like something's stuck and it's not working, you're not manifesting, things aren't moving, it's because there's still like a kink somewhere that needs to get worked out, which could be a belief or a way they are operating that's that's really not working and so this is what what that's going to be what we're being made aware of um places that are feeling really really heavy and this is something that I I wanted to bring up on the show and they told me it would connect so here we are one of the big themes that's been coming up um just in in my communities and my containers that I wanted to bring to the podcast is and this is something like I'm navigating to and thinking about is um, what does it really feel like and look like to align with ease? And I think we talk about that a lot, but I feel like that is coming to just kind of a new a new level of understanding for us right now. My boyfriend and I were like just talking about this last night, like <laughs> what is it to just like what is it really to just do less? What and I was like, what is it what does it mean to not try? Like does that mean just don't do anything? Or like what does that mean to like try less or like to, like aligning with ease, you know, and really thinking about like what in my life is feeling heavy? What in my life is feeling hard? And these these are like the questions, the themes that are coming up for everybody around me and we're talking about this in in the mastermind that I'm running right now. Like you know, why is it hard for us to do things in an easier way? And and it goes back to the conditioning we have. And they talk about this manifestation mastery like if it's easy, am I cheating? You know, and I think a lot of these things that get pumped into the collective consciousness, and I'm just thinking now, like, you know, nothing, nothing easy is is worth fighting for, or like nothing easy is worth it, or whatever, like nothing good is easy, or you know, all that shit they say. Like every iteration, every different version of that saying. (laughs) And... I wanna ask the guides about this because like in some ways, you know, I think it's 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 true in some ways of when we when we work hard for things, it gives us a sense of satisfaction. But okay, they're saying it right now. And they're like, I think they do say this in Manifestation Mastery. I should know, I've read it a million times. They're like, it's not it's not that things need to be hard for the sake of being hard, which a lot of you are conditioned to do, just to operate in this paradigm of like everything needs to be hard. You're, you're taught to automatically look for the more difficult way because you're made to believe that if you succeed at something in, the, in a more difficult way, then you get more external validation. People praise you more if you did something in a more difficult way. But does that really satisfy you? And the thing is, it's not just that you did it in a hard way. It's that you did it. And would you feel the same satisfaction if you did it, but you felt ease through it or you felt joyful through it? You have to really think about what's giving you the satisfaction. And if only doing things in a hard way is what gives you satisfaction then you can choose that but realize that you're deciding that that is what is going to let you validate yourself when you actually get to set the rules about what makes you validate yourself which you can validate yourself without needing to do anything you know this is all about like how we treat ourselves and what our beliefs are and we we get to decide how hard it has to be but the thing is that most of us when we keep choosing the more difficult path we don't actually feel good through it and then we're tired by the time we reach it and then maybe we get external validation but then it's like okay I'm on to the next or I'm too tired to even appreciate it and what we're really looking for is that feeling of can I be proud of myself can I be proud of myself for showing up to this can I be proud of myself for you know they're, they're, it's funny they're saying like <laughs> We need to get more specific with our definitions of, of difficult and easy and realizing that it's all perception. And there are things that we say are difficult that are actually just easy. They're easy for our egos when actually what's more courageous is, is often doing what is seems to be easy logistically, but is more difficult for the ego. That's really interesting, you know, and I think about that with I, I really feel Christina feels this. (laughs) I really feel that hustle culture is very dangerous. I mean, for a number of reasons. But I look at some of the most brilliant, creative minds I know and some of the most powerful voices on the planet and they're so burnt out that they can't contribute in the way that they are really meant to because they're just trying to take care of their health or they completely burn out and just can't show up anymore or they're just so bitter and jaded, I feel personally, rightfully so, um, by everything they're being forced to do. And I think, you know, a lot of us go into entrepreneurship to create the lives that we want. But most entrepreneurs or if people have side hustles, you know, most people fall into just a different version of a prison, And it's not a nine to five, but it's just a different version of a prison where it's they're tied to their work. They're working crazy hours. They feel like they're they're obligated to make a certain amount of content. And I think this is a really scary thing. And I think there's a lot of people who I mean, people can do this for years, but there's a certain point where you burn out from it. And I think we have to really look at where we are feeling like we're obligated to people when we're not obligated to them and where we need to set better boundaries and like be like you know what it's not actually humanly possible for me to pump out this much all the time and to like be doing this many things all the time like it's just not and I really think we got to look at this and there's gonna it's gonna take some brave people to start doing things differently and to really be speaking out about it and be really honest about what's going on and other people to really see and receive and feel that like for us to start to change some of these norms so that people can show up and do their work and not get burnt out from it (laughs) you know but we also then have to acknowledge like where we are feeling tired and so the thing is it goes back to path of least resistance and that is path of least resistance on a soul level what is your soul calling for and sometimes that feels like a lot of resistance to your ego you know can we let things be easy and I think that something interesting here for me that I've really been exploring is, well, what happens when, you know, what happens when you try and do what feels easier and it's not working out? And the thing is that when you do that under underneath it, do you are you skeptical it's going to work out? Are you feeling like it's not actually going to work? And you're like, I hope it does, but it doesn't actually. And then you just got confirmation in your external reality to prove your quote limiting belief and first you have to you have to shift the belief, shift the energy around it and really only allow that to happen and know that sometimes the external reality takes a second to recalibrate and sometimes that full rec- recalibration requires us meeting the previous experience again and us responding differently. So that would be, you know, I choose I choose the, quote, easier path, I do less. And maybe it doesn't go as, as well, it's not as, quote, successful, whatever it is, as I thought it would be. And do I respond to that by thinking, oh, I knew this was gonna work, I should've done it the more complicated way, I should've done more. Or do we say, I did exactly what what I was meant to do, and I'm committing to the path of ease. And so, hey, universe, that didn't go as planned, and we're gonna try again. I'm committing to this path of ease, and uh, I I need this I need this to work. This is the only way I'm doing it. But I think most of us are like doing a lot more than we need to, and we also have to look at. They're saying like our expectations on other people. Because our expectations for other people, like these are different clues about, well, what are our expectations for ourselves? Like, and I think this is a valuable question to ask ourselves, like what expectations do I believe other people have on me? Whether that is, you know, people within your career, employees, bosses, colleagues, whether that is, are, are people in your family, parents, siblings, children, whether that is friendships, like a- anybody. Uh, what are the expectations I believe they have for me? And just write them all out whether or not they're true and then go down and be like, are these really true though? Because are they? And then ask what are the expectations I have of myself? What do I believe makes me a quote, good or bad this role or that role? We have to get to the bottom of that um, because there are clues in there about what's chaining us to doing things in a more complicated way. And a lot of times we're like, we we can realize like, I'm only doing so much because I'm putting the pressure on myself. Um, And you know what? We also have to take responsibility for where we have trained people to be used to us giving 150, 200%. And shame on me that I did that shame on me. Right. (laughs) And whoops. Okay. Realizing that now, but I can also retrain people. You can retrain people and it might be uncomfortable, but tough shit. Like it, it works. And I've had to do this many times where I've got to retrain people of like, yo, I don't, I don't answer my texts that often or like, yo, I'm not, I can't do this much. Can't produce this much. Yo, I can't answer this many things like whatever it is. Um, and it can make people uncomfortable but like this is about energetic resilience and really holding that vibration. But part of, okay, this is interesting. I just like really need to get to the bottom of like why do we want to make it so hard? And they're saying that part of it is because, you know, we've we've just been seeing from this lens our whole lives and a lot of that lens is colored by, it's, you know, who we were around growing up and you know, we will be affected by how our parents grew up because of how they saw the world and the times that they that they lived in, and like, um, you know, that all we'll pick all of that up, and that's not like a bad or a good thing. It just it is what it is. It makes sense. Like we're all conditioned. We we learn what we're around. Right. The things that I think are normal, the way in which I, I view certain things was colored and conditioned by my parents because, or and, and different authority figures around me, family, friends. Because that's who I heard growing up when I'm young and plastic and my brain is super malleable and I'm just like, I don't know anything about the world. So people around me tell me things about it. You know, it just it's just it is what it is. Um, and so they're saying like part of it is just like this lens of where we have just been, you know, conditioned, trained to see it from the more complicated way. And, and a lot of this is is pride, pride and people looking for value and meaning when there are other ways to to find value and meaning there's also you know with that is this lens that is in a certain dimension and basically there there are quite literally frequencies available for us now that were quite literally not accessible before and now we're finally accessing those so we have my point is we have access to perceptions and perspectives now and that is at the time on the planet, like we've actually had these unlock for us as well as just on an individual level, as you, you know, kind of do more of your shifting and and your, your shadow work and adjusting your vibration and living as your most authentic self. We can, we we have lenses available to us and perspectives and information that before we just quite literally couldn't see. And so now we can see things from a new perspective and also understand You know, this has to do a lot with our relationship with ourself as well. Like, do I like hanging out with myself? Where where am I addicted to being busy? Where are my hormones like addicted to cortisol? And I live in a world where that's all I know. And so I think something is wrong if I don't have this, this hit of cortisol all the time, you know, notification here and do this and do that. And this is my schedule and everything that's been normalized has been built to distract us and keep us in a stressful state. And so it's quite literally the cortisol addiction that we're all running on. Right. And so as you basically detox from that and as you open your perspective to a higher dimensional way of seeing things, it's like, wait, this is the aligned clear path. This it can be that simple. I can do it that simply because I understand I'm an energetic being. And when I do, I can reprioritize how I'm spending my time. You know, I I talk to people about this all the time with their business. It's like, if you do anything for your business today or for your financial situation if you have 200 tasks on your, on your list that are just, you know, impossible to complete all of them, the most important thing you can do is focus on your energy. Focus on the energy of your business, shift your frequency, meditate, set intention, use one of my meditations. Like that is the most important thing that you can do. And let that be the marketing strategy, let that be the attraction strategy, and realizing like whatever beliefs we're in, they're going to come back to us through the feedback loop of this reality. So if we keep believing it's really hard to make money, if we keep believing that nobody wants to pay us, if we keep believing that um, things are gonna be slower, we're expecting people not to pay us our worth, or expecting people not to give us opportunities, and I get that that's hard because we can have physical evidence in our 3D reality that that's what happened. But then, where do we take that on as the belief? And so we are then basically coding our field like that, and then having that spit back out to us. It's just, it is it's a feedback loop, and human me will say it's freaking difficult. It is difficult. You know you're like dating sucks. You know you're you trying to be positive uh, and then you go out and it just like fail after failing you're like I'm exhausted. And you're like it, fu- it it fucking is hard. It is hard. I keep trying and I'm like trying to be positive but the thing is underneath it there is a piece of you that really still does There's like layers to it. It's like an onion, you know? And so people will kind of like in the middle layers be have a positive outlook and like believe no I could find somebody but then deep in the kernel they're like oh my gosh, I'm going to be alone or oh my gosh, everybody sucks. Oh my gosh, dating is really hard. So we have to get to the kernel. And I think most people don't really know what their kernels are, which is why we have each other. And I'll be honest, like I can't get to my kernel really without someone else, without my coaches, mentors, my spirit guides, like someone call me on my bullshit. I need someone to see my, like mirror things for me. So I really got to get, we have to get to those kernels, right? And like, I think this is a challenge for all of us right now is what would it really look like for me to follow the path of least least resistance? What would it really look like for me to do what was easy? Like, and I don't mean like on an ego level, I just mean like, instead of being on 20 platforms, what if I just did one? (laughs) Instead of having 50 offers, what if I just did one? You know, instead of having 10 side hustles, what if I picked one? You know, instead it's, it's, it's taking away all of the clutter, you know, and also looking at what's just coming my way. And I think sometimes, you know, we can be so set on it happening this way, but something else is coming in. And it's like, what if I just gave this a chance? What, what if I just let myself be supported in this way? What if I just tried this on? Like, like what, what is coming easily already? What are my skills that are, what are things that are just easy for me? That like, I don't even understand why people would pay me for this, but they seem to be. And this is the thing, like when you are really living that path of least resistance, you will feel like you are being paid just to just be, you're like, I don't understand how this is my job. Like, this is so easy for me. It doesn't even feel real. That's how you know you're in your magic because for somebody else, it's so valuable. It's so expansive. It's so helpful. And they couldn't do that. You have anything else to say about ease? <laughs> they said that they're, they're saying, we want you to live in this question. We want you to start exploring all the times in your day where you're not letting it be easy or where you're choosing something more complicated just because if you are choosing something more complicated, ask yourself in that moment, why is it because I genuinely want to, or because I'm used to it, or because I think that the end result is quote better because it was more complicated to get there. Okay, any final messages like, I'm just feeling so like mm, <sighs> I'm feeling worked up about this topic. Like this this why is it? They're just showing it to me like this big web that needs to be untangled. And like one step at a time, where are you trying to do too many things? Where are you overthinking it? Where are you thinking instead of just flowing? And I really think the answer to a lot of this is think less, but I you know, would love to hear from you guys. What is your relationship with ease? What is your relationship with doing less? What is your relationship with just trusting that what's flowing to you and coming your way, like what the universe is sending you, maybe that's it. And maybe that's not what you expected. Like, I think these are things that we've really got to look at because the energy that wants to be broken down right now is where we or people feel like they are constantly pushing a boulder up a hill. And it's just unsustainable. And so many people are burning out right now and it's literally not going to work because it's like they're trying to catapult us to the next level and when we have no battery in the tank, like when we have no battery, we have no gas in the tank. That's the phrase. We have no battery, we have no gas in the tank. We can't we can't go anywhere. And that's the problem for most people right now. We are so tired and we are being called to realize how tired we are. And we are being called to really see very, very intensely where things are feeling heavy and hard so that we can say this is not going to work because that has to get recalibrated for us to shoot to the next level. So that feels complete for me. Curious how this lands. Let me know what you think. Leave a comment below if you're watching on YouTube. And if you have been feeling this, if this resonates, what have you noticed in your own life? Uh, if you did enjoy this and you're listening on the podcast, be sure to take a screenshot, share it to social media, tag me at Christina in the channel and tag at Christine in the channel podcast. Always appreciate those shares and maybe send this to somebody in your life if you think they would enjoy this information. Yeah, that's gonna be it for today. Um, thanks again for tuning in. I'm gonna, I'll be back soon with an august energy update lots of fun things changing in august i actually have some big exciting things changing with the membership over the next few months so we are gonna have have a fun time i hope to see you guys at the Lionsgate event if you're listening before august 8th so check that out and yeah that's it for today thanks again so much for tuning in have an amazing rest of your day and i'll chat with you again next time